Hey now, Big Bear Radio. There he is, man. What's up? What's going on, my friend? Oh, dude, I'm just uh, enjoying the day. I've uh, woke up around 8, my time. And, you know, I've had a good morning. I've I've had a lot of thought processes already. Um, I added something to a little spice to my spice. And it's really kind of opened up the creativity, which I really like. Um, yesterday I made a video, uh, like it was raining around here and there was like, my wife and I got these bird feeders, um, and we've been just watching the local wildlife, you know, since we've been home a lot and, uh, kind of like your own backyard is your adventure type thing. Uh, I love it. Just, yeah, I brought my camera out. I brought my zoom recorder out, uh, my Sony, um shotgun like microphone and like i recorded the rain and just the birds and everything and then i videotaped the birds like on the feeders and on the ground and everything and i just made like a little tiktok i made a video i edited it with some music and put those two the sound effects and everything together and um you know it was just a a way for me to be creative um which i haven't done in a bit so that was fun that was a lot of fun and i've lost and another thing let me see if this helps Oh, there we are. Yeah, I, I keep my connection keeps coming in and out. I'm gonna try just uh, closing down the app and, and reopening real quick. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll wait here. I'll keep talking about uh, my ridiculous adventures. So, uh, if you go over to actually my Instagram and go to Instagram, my like Instagram TV, I guess is what it is. Um, I posted the video there, um, or I shared the TikTok or what? I don't know what the hell I did. I know I, put, I had to put it on TikTok first, and then I tried downloading it to my phone uh, via Google Drive, and that didn't work. For Apparently, you can't download videos from Google Drive onto your phone to use independently, which I think is ridiculously stupid. But um, it's all right. You can just connect your phone to the computer and drag the files over. I just tried doing something complicated. That was easy, and uh, but yeah, I just I downloaded it from TikTok and posted it up on Instagram TV, so you guys can see it either on TikTok or Instagram TV. Um, so enjoy that. I also had a question. You know how like I had kind of a thing with Fourth uh, of July. We had a great show, right? Great show on Fourth of July weekend. Um, so I was watching these TikToks, and there's like this whole trend going around. Where it's a Michael Jackson, it's it's uh, bad, right? By Michael Jackson, and the whole like, have you heard of these prank talks, Dave? Like where where women like prank men or men prank women, but and they film it to put it on TikTok. I'm back. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I didn't know that you were gone. Uh, so to ask the question again, have you ever heard of these prank TikToks, like prank talk where men and women prank each other to like, and they film it and they put it on TikTok? Oh, he's gone again. My goodness. We're just, okay. Well, you know, the listener, you, uh, if you haven't, I'm going to explain to you that my wife likes to find these and do these to me. Um, and I think I found one before she's going to do it to me. 
but there's a there's a trend going out there, and I kind of wanted to talk about it today a little bit. There's a trend going out there of this one uh, Michael Jackson's "I'm Bad" TikTok, where the women are dressed up in a towel that looks like they're coming right out of a shower, so it looks like they're naked, and the song "I'm Bad" is is playing up until it starts going "I'm Bad." Okay, so it's like it's very muffled and everything, but then as soon as "I'm Bad" happens, the women reveal their towel. Right, they rip their towels off, uh, and usually the reaction is the males or whoever they're with it doesn't have to be male, but usually whoever whomever they're with freaks out and covers them back up or jumps in front of the camera or whatever. And I just want to kind of bring uh, a thought process to that, that like, first off, it is kind of funny, right? But if you think about it, like, why are they jumping in front of that person to cover them up? Like, isn't it that person's choice to be naked in front of that camera if they set it up? Why are we so uncomfortable with people being nude? It's a great question. Great question. Like, is that is that man or woman right to jump in front of that person or try to cover that? Like, because I've seen people just straight up tackle them. Tackling the person, like, because they're afraid of what? Reveal that person being naked on camera? Yeah, I haven't seen this trend. Oh, I mean, it is funny. It's fun. The reactions are funny, but it's also like it kind of made me like, why am I reacting this way? Why is it funny? Because it kind of is like that person controlling the other person, keeping them from like revealing themselves. It, it just, it, it's just, I, I was thinking way too deeply on it, I think, but <laughs> it was honestly something that just popped in my head today. And I was just like, wow, I wonder, like, if, as a woman, you know, if there are any women listening, like, how do you, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's just, I'm thinking way too deeply about it or, you know, should these people have the right to um, just reveal themselves naked on camera or is the person who's like tackling them to keep them off camera naked? Or is that person right? You know, these are just some of the thoughts that I have. Or is there a right? Is there a right? Is there a wrong? Exactly. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's that's your high thought of the day to start your morning off with. So we're close to the afternoon, but um, yeah. I'm having a nice little cup of coffee here. How are you doing over there, Dave? Oh, you know, having a little meltdown because, you know, stereo won't freaking connect me over here. But yeah, uh, yeah. things appear to be better now. So, but... um. Yeah, my negativity just absorbed both of my cups of coffee, so I think I gotta get another one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Damn. Except for another cup of coffee. We're gonna start off the week right. Uh, we have a message here, and uh, hopefully, Mr. Robbie Lopez is here. Hey, that's what I was just about to go and tell you guys. Uh, it sounds like uh, entitlement, maybe. Um, not showing their property off, I guess. Not saying that the women is their property, but I mean, there you go. That's it. Some men have that like 
instinct of, well, I don't want my woman to be shown naked, so I got to jump up or I got to block the camera view or so on and so forth. But I think that's what it kind of boils down to is like men having that power, that control, saying, you know, no one's going to see my wife but me or I'm not, no one's going to see my girlfriend but me. Uh, so that's kind of my reactions to it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, Robbie, you nailed it, man. Fucking nailed it. Right? There you go. It's because Men are pretty simple creatures. feel like they possess something over that person. Exactly. Now that I think about it, I did see one video where the woman was in the, like, in the bathroom wearing a bathrobe, and she was pretending to, like, do a little strip tease or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, like, she was going to take off her bathrobe just out of the shower and be naked. And uh, yeah. as she goes to do it, her boyfriend, like, comes up behind her, like, oh, yeah, now's my chance. And then she takes off her clothes, and she's got, like, a bikini on. You know, takes yeah. off the bathrobe and has a bikini on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, most of, like, every single one of these videos, like, the, every single one of these women look completely naked. But as soon as that they reveal something, they're wearing, you know regular clothes yeah. or a dress underneath there or what you know whatever what mm-hmm. have you yeah and that's another thing it's just like it kind of shows the fact that like uh us mentality as men like all we really need is the idea that you're naked yeah exactly because you always are under your clothes it's true that's true we have another uh message from robbie let's hear what he has to say so to kind of follow up behind it, so do you feel that most women do these videos to kind of get the reaction out of their man to see what kind of gentleman they are or what? What is the reasoning behind these videos? Is it to just kind of see how far they can go to get their men, their husbands or boyfriends to see how far they can push them to the edge i just don't understand some of these tiktok videos no more i feel like today's society is to see how far we can push our loved ones to kind of see what their true feelings are about each other well it's almost a shaming of aspect like have you seen there's another one that i really like actually um it's it's men like it's the reverse a man pranking a woman where, like, they'll have the phone and they're just, like, recording themselves selfie with the woman in the background. And I forget what song it is, but I think it's Megan Stallion or something like that. I don't know. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. It's a song that women like to shake their ass to. And then it transforms into a song that it's like, so there you go. Can't make a wife out of, ho- out of a hoe. And it's like, yep. it's to get the reaction of the woman, right? Like, to see how how they are. And, but totally. It's, it, it really, but it's also kind of putting them down, like it's shaming them for wanting to, for wanting to get ass, down, for to enjoy right. exactly for wanting to enjoy like music and enjoy life and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's just it's one of those things that like I've seen a pattern and I feel like I if I see the pattern I got to call attention to it, and that's what this platform is a little bit about is calling attention to the things and making you think. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I think it's uh, <clears throat> I think it's a combination thing myself. I think it's narcissism run rampant. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Even if the reason you're looking at me is because I'm making fun of somebody I love. Like what an asshole. What a piece of shit. 
to be putting that out there to the world. Like, ha, 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 look how I totally just got over on my spouse. Like, there's one. This guy, like, gets his girlfriend to, like, smell a bottle of water. Like, hey, something's wrong with this bottle of water. He squeezes it. It goes in her face. And then he smashes an egg in her face. Like, that's Why? just a pure dick. That's a pure dick move. Why? Because he wanted to get a million clicks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, and you've seen a million of them. People punking somebody in Walmart or something. You know, this, there's this one where this guy goes up and just hugs random strangers, right? And he's like, watch yeah. this, watch this. And this one dude pushes him, checks him, pushes him back like 10 feet. He's like, motherfucker, I'm going to knock you out. And it's like, dude, I wish you would. Because this is a crazy trend where you're going up and messing with strangers. Like, what in the F? Like, what is our yeah. society coming to? Mm-hmm. You know, for oh, clicks. I mean, I blame Bam Margera. And yeah. the jackass guy, even though they're hilarious and they're way ahead of their time with, uh, well, not really. They're just recreating the same thing, like the the, the jerky boy. They just and, did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. They're they're three all re- recreating the same thing. They're yeah. recreating the same thing. The whole Tom point. and Jerry. It's like it's you know, slapstick comedy. Right? Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah, over and over. Exactly, but some people just but, take that shit way too far, way too far. Yeah, but they but they took it to the next level, like going into yeah. a to a you know to a toilet supply place and taking a dump in a display toilet. Like really, really? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I'm surprised they didn't get their ass handed to them multiple times. Oh, I think well, and but part of that is just kind of showing how stupid society is. You know? Yeah, really, like, truly. Not, 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 not just themselves. Like how stupid they are. Like because they can act like jackasses, but they are literally showing how stupid societal people can be too. And, and oh yeah, like, that that's. And the fact that it just, made them rich is a huge yeah. commentary on our society. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, what? Who? Like, who are your heroes? Who? What were your yeah. heroes? Yeah, and what kind of world are we living in where, like, <clears throat> in the middle of a Walmart store, somebody's going to break out into some stupid dance routine because yeah. they want to get a million clicks? Like, shut up. I'm trying to shop. Oh, I Just know. I remember shut up and yeah, go away. What was that called? The flash mobs? Yeah. Flash yeah. Mobs. Like, what? You've yeah, got to be kidding I mean, me. Okay. There is something to that, though. There's some flash mob. It's not just flash mob. I think is kind of fun because it's inclusive and a group thing. But yeah, with but there's a thing on TikTok where people will just bust into a dance move in the middle of a Target, in the middle of Walmart, and they're cranking music and taking up major space. And it's like, yeah, wow, look at me. Like, where did your parents fail that you need that attention so bad? It's true. Okay, something to something to be said there. We've got another retort from Mr. Bobby Lopez. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, guys, just want to let you know if uh, I can jump on with you guys to kind of talk about this. This is something that I'm really interested in talking with you guys, and I kind of don't want to just keep sending you messages. So if you could send me an invite, I would love to talk about this because I have so much my, so much on my mind about the stuff you're talking about so if you can send me an invite i'd love to join in hopping on this topic because it's a very good topic of what you guys are saying what do you think well, what do you think i don't know should we make it about tiktok or do you want to do news uh i mean it's we've got some news articles to get to you know yeah 
I think, I don't, I don't know, I pretty much said all I got to say about TikTok. It's a bunch of narcissistic people saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I'm on TikTok, so I'm one of them. And, I, and you're on TikTok, exactly. I was going to say, it's so I mean, like, I, you know what I like to do? Because um, I like to look, I like to watch them. Uh, the TikToks I get involved in, they, they end up being more spiritual and, like, um, <sighs> motivational speakers, stuff like that. You know, that's mm-hmm. the type of TikTok that I like, you know, to help help people through their day, right? Do the things that you and I are doing. Let's be informative. Let's be encouraging. Let's be promote positivity. Um, so those are the type of TikToks that I really enjoy doing. And the, and the two that I have posted, uh, you know, I'm not in any one, either of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it's nature. I'm posting all about nature and just kind of giving a space for people to relax and, and kind of observe you know, and yeah. read for a I, second. I do a lot of that myself. I'll just post, you know, a stream, a babbling brook, you know, here's, mm-hmm. you know, here's 35 seconds of chill time. Um, but that, but then other times I'll go 180 degrees and I'll just go on a rant, you know, uh, and yeah. another thing, and, <laughs> you know, and another thing. What about this? I mean, I think that there's pluses and minuses to it, like everything. You know, everything comes in is good in doses. There, and yeah. if you overdose, then there's there's problems with that. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I think that TikTok is a great platform because it's a different platform for people to share their individuality, their perspective, their point of view. Um, I love the encouragement of dancing, which is really what TikTok started out as was like just people recreating dance moves and i thought that promoted people being healthy just like pokemon go promoted people going out and playing you know walking with their spouses or their friends and like being outside even though it was doing um you know pokemon it was like a on your phone activity it just at least got you outside and active uh so those are the types of things that i like you know the things that bridge uh technology and nature or like physical activity to not make you a couch potato but allow you to incorporate it as a part of your life exactly i mean it's way better to be a baked potato out there walking around playing frisbee (laughs) golf bro (laughs) nailed it you nailed it you got me uh, um, no, Bob. We're we're gonna move forward. We've got some. We have a show scheduled today. I just wanted to start with that thought. Uh, if you want to talk about it further, I encourage you to, uh, you know, do your own show. Definitely. You know, I once again, these are all recorded, so you can come back and listen to them. Dave and Dave actually posts these episodes uh, on his own podcast and another thing. Um, so yeah, let's move forward. Hey, um, yeah, definitely sounds sounds like a good plan to me. Well, what's our first topic here? What what do we what do we got? What kind of what are we looking at here? I know it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's been a week. It's been a week. I tell you, it's been a year, right? My God, is twenty is twenty twenty one been like five years in one? You know, I thought twenty twenty was a long year, but whoo, um. So this, this story from ABC news and, and it's, you know, it's all over the news. Every station is doing this, but, um, this is a mind blow. So the teen who filmed, I'll just read the headline teen who filmed George Floyd's death says uncle killed in car crash with Minneapolis police. 
So mind blow. The chick that filmed George Floyd getting killed, her uncle was just killed in a high-speed chase with police. Now, hopefully more news won't come out because just recently there was a, you know, I forget the case, unfortunately, but the police claimed that the person had died in a high-speed chase, and then when the investigation had taken place two years later or a year later, they found he was actually beat to death. Yeah, wasn't that that in, like... uh... What state was that in? We just covered that not too long ago. We just covered it, and it's killing me that I don't have that info. Um, yeah. Let me yeah. see if I can pull it up. That's fine. Uh, no, 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 I get you. Maybe I can come uh, back to that. <clears throat> but, but no, um, okay, so what, to, yeah, to, as you're looking, no, I mean, as you're looking for it, um, so to recap, basically what you're saying is the, the teenage girl who filmed George Floyd's murder uh, has now found herself in another situation where her uncle uh, is dead, deceased, as a result of another police matter. Right. So, which was, in this case, uh, said to be a high-speed chase, correct? Yeah. On record? Ronald Green. It was Ronald Green, uh, Louisiana wow. State Police. Um, police said he told them he died after crash. Uh, police told the family he died after crashing into a tree after a high speed chase. And then only a year later, when the uh, information was released, did they find he was beat to death by the police and a massive cover up. Um, OK, so this this is and again, this is the story, Ronald Green, that we covered a few weeks ago that we're hoping, you know, doesn't end up being the same pattern with this particular case. Right. We're hoping that this is a legitimate car crash. Um, but but it gets kind of weird. So let me let me just delve into the story a little bit here. This is uh, Go ahead. ABC News by Kiara Alfonseco uh, from July 8th. Let's see. The teen who filmed the murder of George Floyd by former police officer Derek Chauvin said that her uncle was killed Tuesday in a fatal car crash involving Minneapolis police. In a Facebook post, 18-year-old Darnella Frazier said her uncle, Laniel Lamont Frazier, died after police collided with his car while they were chasing a carjacked vehicle. Officials from the Minneapolis police uh, Office of Police Information So the driver of the stolen car was involved in several robberies and refused to stop for police. So this brings up the question of high-speed chases, right? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it to do a high-speed chase? Because in a lot of cases, somebody ends up dead that is not the person being chased. It's true. I mean, how many, how many Hollywood, even if you look at Hollywood movies and know that Hollywood movies are not, you know, accurate. I mean, if you look at high-speed chases in Hollywood movies. Just my, let's go with my favorite, the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, right through the some of the through the shopping famous, mall. Some of the most famous high-speed chase scenes in in cinematic history. But I mean, yeah, you look at that. Look at all the destruction. Look at all the destruction. Every chase scene, destruction. You know what? Let them go, or get a helicopter. Yeah. Let them go. And, Just watch them. 
I don't know. Exactly. Go with a tracking dart. Go James Bond with it. Well, in, or, it, well, in this know, in this era, and have them fucking turn off the engine. Well, there you go. But but in this era, can't we do just what you just said? Couldn't they have a dart that would stick to the car that had a tracking device on it? You're done. You're yeah. done. We can follow you anywhere. Or uh, even in what um, in fucking I just watched it in uh, Fast and the Furious Two, right? Too Fast, Too Furious. The way that they catch Brian is they shoot some freaking met- metallic dart that ends up doing like a, a short EMP burst that ends up killing the electronic system to that car. There you go. There you go. So there's exactly. So with a little bit of money and half of the money of an armored vehicle, I might add, <laughs> you could have like actual high technology that would disable a vehicle and render this criminal, you know, helpless. So you don't have to chase them at a hundred miles an hour, putting the entire community in danger. Now, I, I, but it's, it's adding projectiles, right? We're adding firepower, we're adding projectiles. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, even if it was like a magnet, right? Cars yeah. are metallic. There you go. They're magnetic. Magnet. You drop a magnet and you're not magnetic, so it wouldn't fly towards you and stick to you. <clears throat> Unless you were wearing some metal, then good luck. <laughs> yeah, and then, you, and then you activate the EMP. There you go. Boop. That's a great oh. idea, Bear. I think you should patent that. Venture capitalists, where are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Where are you when we need yeah. you? Yeah. So yeah. let me I just wrap you, dude, this. I, I've added this little spice and things just keep flying out of my head. I'm telling yeah. you that. That's a brilliant one right there, bro. And, it, and you know, highly, uh, it should be it should be adopted. So let me yeah. just wrap up this story with this one Go statement because it, uh, it just kind of encapsulates it all, right? Um, so she was 17 at the time uh, that this happened. When, but this is a quote from her uh, from the George Floyd trial. When I look at George Floyd, I look at my dad. <clears throat> I look at my brothers. I look at my cousins, my uncles, because they're all black, she told prosecutors. And now one of her uncles is dead. So that's wow. just that poor woman. Right. I mean, she said she's. You know, for years, or at least for years, she she said she was having nightmares about, you know, wishing that she did more to help George Floyd. I mean, that's, you know, who? There's nothing she could have done. There's nothing she could have done. No, but that's the human aspect. Right. I know. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it just... I, I hate that, that that we that we hurt ourselves when we're hurting. Right, Um, right. Because and that you need someone to tell you, but you won't listen. That there was mm-hmm. nothing you could do. Right, you did. She did. She did. Yeah, she did everything that she could do. She did. And she, she did the right thing. She got that. She did the right thing. thing. Yep. And she changed changed the world a little bit. She really did. You know. Yeah. Exactly. No, she she ignited a fire a little bit. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. She she changed the world a lot of it. A lot so to of feel it. That she could, there was nothing she could do, nothing more she could do. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, no, you're already a hero, woman. Peace prize. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Obama gets it for dropping too many bombs. Hell no, give it to that woman. Yeah, give it to her. You know, if we're gonna, if we're going to emulate people and raise them up that need to be uh, raised up, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so right speaking, there. speaking of which. 
Nobel Peace Prizes. I need to take a quick segue right here because I heard this on The Rising with Sagar and Jetty and Crystal Ball from one month ago. They, uh, Sagar is doing, he's, he did a multi-part investigation into the Bill Gates ties to Epstein. This gets really deep, right? So apparently Bill Gates, one of the biggest narcissists in our lifetime, really, really, really wants a Nobel Peace Prize. He hasn't done anything to deserve one, but he wants one, right? So he's been trying for decades, apparently. Well, apparently, Jeffrey Epstein has ties to the head of the Nobel Peace Prize committee, this guy in Norway. Now, it's come out through the Gates divorce that Melinda Gates divorced Bill Gates because he would not stop his association with Jeffrey Epstein after his 2008 conviction for being a pedophile. So here's the richest man in the world, has been the richest man in the world for decades, or one of the top three or four for decades, right? Since the 80s. Bill Gates was the man in the 80s. Now, oh, yeah. he kn- anybody in the world would pick up a phone call from this man. Why yeah. the F does he need Jeffrey Epstein to get him an appointment with somebody? He originally, his original explanation was that Jeffrey Epstein had uh, some kind of philanthropic scheme that, that uh, Bill Gates wanted to be a part of. And it's like, wait a minute, what? You need Jeffrey Epstein to give you an investment investment advice? Yeah, like, exactly. come on, what come the hell on. What are you talking about? You're the richest man in the world. You could call anybody in the world, and they will pick up their phone. You could call Michael Jackson; they'll pick up. Mike Tyson, you name it. Any president would pick up the phone. Any foreign leader would pick up the phone. You're going to use hmm. Epstein. And Epstein actually got him a meeting with the head of the Nobel Peace Prize Committee. Yeah. So well, sure. There, if he's got the connection, he's going to get the connection. Right. Yeah. So pretty mind blowing. So, that is pretty. I, I mean, you know, listen, motherfucker. The Nobel Peace Prize isn't something that like you would try to achieve it's something that people bestow on you right it it's a tap on the shoulder hey 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 we're, we're gonna honor you on friday are you free yeah we noticed what you're fucking doing and we're gonna give you this reward just because you're doing it not because you want the award yeah not because you stand up and go hey 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 look at me look at me aren't i great yeah like okay um little little self uh sharing here i was a part of uh, i was an instructor at a a media school and they have these things that they call core awards right they have these five core values and you know uh you could nominate people for a core value award if you if you know you notice that they were demonstrating these values i hated receiving those damn things and I have a folder full. Mm-hmm. Because you're literally giving me an award for doing my job. 
What else am I supposed yeah. to do? <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I supposed to do a shitty job and not demonstrate what you want? I, I didn't realize. I realized that I, that's what everyone else was doing. I'll, I'll be awesome. shittier next time. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Exactly. Thank you for my participation Thank award. You. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. It's nice to be recognized, but like, are you a person that is that likes to be recognized, Dave? Personally. Oh yeah. You I'm are. Stereo. I'm a stereotypical Leo. So like, look oh. at me. Look at me. Look at me. Yes. Okay. Why um, aren't you recognizing me? Yeah. Totally. I am the opposite, but I'm also a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> so there's that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like to be recognized for the things that I do, but I also like to be recognized for how fucking amazing I am. There we go. Hey. You know, like, I like showing off. I like being useful. I like, uh, I like making people's dreams come true. Like, you know what I mean? I have explained that before. To have a student sit down and say, like, hey, you know, teach, here's my project, and know exactly what they want to do and what they need to do to get it there, and then to help them get it there is just, like, you know, I like being that important. But that's not, yeah. like, that's not, like, look at me, look at me. That's, to me, that's more, like, I'd rather be infamous with all the money. There you go. I don't want I don't want you to know about me. I just want you to know that it's amazing and I have all the money. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Well, if I had all the money, I wouldn't want you to know who I was at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's that too. But I'm not I'm not talking about from that perspective. I'm just talking about I want to create. I want to I yeah. my life goal is to just what everybody wants to be happy doing something that I love and living my life and not having to worry day by day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Ditto. All right. Yeah. Right. We're, we got a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, we were talking about police car chases uh, with this story. So, um, and another thing, can you just really recap the last thing that we said before I play this message? Absolutely. So the, the, just to recap that last story, the woman who filled, filmed the murder of George Floyd, um, her husband, or excuse me, her uncle was just killed in a high-speed chase in Minneapolis. Yeah. And her quote yeah. from the George Floyd trial is pretty moving. It's, when I look at George Floyd, I see my dad. I look at my brothers. I look at my cousins, my uncles, because they are all black. Pretty heavy. Wow. And uh, we had mentioned that we are hoping that this high-speed chase doesn't prove uh, to be, um, how do we want to put this, suspect? Yeah. yeah. Right. We hope it's <laughs> yeah. the real story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because there's there was another story that we covered prior, uh, a couple of weeks, that it ended up being a year later that that person was just murdered instead of the actual story. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we have a, we have a message here from Jack and uh, hey he's now. talking about high, high speed chases. So let's hear what he has to say. Talking about um, police chases. I actually watch police chases like all the time on YouTube. So I love watching that stuff. And uh, it brought me to this one video 
of some technology that they're trying to produce, which basically shoots out this sticky, I guess, kind of Play-Doh type of material that does have some tracking system in it. And so they're trying to develop something where they can actually shoot this material, project this, whatever it is uh, that sticks to the vehicle. And that requires them not to pursue the vehicle any longer. And then through either helicopter or GPS, they can pinpoint that that person and also it can also pick up acoustics from the inside of the vehicle so you know they can actually hear um the individuals in the vehicles what they're saying but there's like some kind of privacy issue going on with patent kind of cool stuff but uh just something cool to cool to know that maybe could become a possibility in the future i'm just gonna yeah, say right for that now message. before you say anything they got that idea from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> that was 100% yeah. Batman. Right. There you go. Um, but like you were going out recording with your shotgun mic. So, yeah. you know, the, I don't know who you want to call it, the deep state, FBI, whatever. They've had listening devices that look like a satellite dish that they could point at your house from a half mile away and hear your phone call so there is no more tapping your phone anymore that's ancient history oh, yeah. they just need to they just need to point a device wherever you are inside a building in your office in your car and they can hear yeah, every word and listen to it oh yeah mm -hmm. i used to have that as a toy it's a little microphone you put it there's a dish you hold it it looks like a gun it looks like a ray gun and then you mm -hmm. connect uh, your headphones to it, and then you can listen to things really super loud. Yeah, you see them on the sidelines of uh, uh, NFL all the time, like of sporting sure. events. Yeah, so people can hear the huddle and stuff, right? So you, yeah, exactly. And that's a sporting event. You don't think that they could take that shit like globally? Right. Exactly. And then put the you know NSA touch on it, like make it a hundred times more powerful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you for that message, Jack. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Guys, we love that. We love the audience sounded, participation. And sounded a little bit like he was driving and in a, possibly in a high-speed chase himself. Uh, possibly in a high-speed chase himself. <gasps> we have a, an oldie but a goodie. Where are you driving? And Big Bear Radio. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I am taking my hour break from kids camp, and I'm just sitting here relaxing before more shenanigans begin with my day. I hope you guys are having a great and fantastic vibe. Have a great day, boys. You as well. Thank you, Emp, for life. I haven't, uh, <laughs> haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. I'm beginning to worry, but I'm glad you're doing well. Glad you're doing well, and uh, shenanigans are always good. Yeah. Always, always. So, um, what's our next story? I think I think we're pretty good with this, you know. Unless anybody has anything else to, yeah. to add on to it, um, I think we beat that horse pretty well. <laughs> man, I think this country is beating that pretty well. Jesus Christ! Mm. Yeah, one more, one more message. No, that's weird, Big Bear. I messaged you the other day. I've been getting worried about you. Oh, reciprocal right. love. Love mm. it. A little heartwarming there. Oh. Oh. So we got another one here. <clears throat> this has been in the news. Native Americans found in shallow graves. Hey, now. Right? So. Oh, God. We love 
what is going on with this? God, Um, aren't Americans fucking amazing? Yeah. America, fuck yeah. Um, So we are an exceptional nation as long as you don't look at our history. Um, Right? So American exceptionalism. America, fuck yeah. We're the best in the world at everything as long as you don't look at anybody else. the motherfucking day, America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. America is the only way. Right? Like, that's, come on. Yeah. <laughs> God bless America and nowhere else, Bobby. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's what, that's what it means, really, when you say God bless America, right? That without yeah. saying it, you're saying fuck everywhere else. Right? Sure. You can make those it's, lines. I can make yeah. those lines. I don't think I'm that's what we're intending. I just well, I think... So, By default, I think that's what you're saying. Like, well, what about people in Iraq? What about people in Iran and Somalia in Mexico, in Canada? Sure. Like, God bless sure. everybody. God bless. How about just, I mean, God bless? Because guess what? If you say that, America's included in it. I mean, I just say God. Sometimes I say God bless this mess. But that doesn't mean that like everything else but this mess. Right. Exactly. There you go. I like it. I like it. Hey, oh, we got Jack, Jack back have, with another one. Yeah, we have a retort with Jack. Let's listen to what he says. Guys, that was nothing but nostalgia, man. Good Lord, I love that movie. One of my favorite movies. One of my most favorite lines is, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. Mm. Matt Damon. <laughs> sure, yes. Oh, bro, Two America is such a classic, man. I love it. Yeah, it's yep. a good one. This is time till. Wow, so wow. <laughs> oh, you know, the so, only movie you're going to see puppet sex. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, just to give a little overview of this story, here's a little just a paragraph from Wikipedia. Native American boarding schools, also known as Indian residential schools, were established in the United States during the 19th and mid 20th centuries with the primary objective of, quote unquote, civilizing or assimilating Native American children and youth into European culture. So this is echoing what Canada, like the news that came out from Canada. I mean, come on. We we came to America first. (laughs) You had to know that this shit was going on before it happened there. Oh, yeah, of course. You kidding me? My ancestors are Cherokees. Does Trail of Tears mean anything to you? Yeah. Can you say wounded knee, trail of tears, on and on and on, a million of them. Smallpox blankets, come on. Like, yeah, we've yeah. been abusing Whiskey. indigenous Americans since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, they are, and... man, that's a, I, I'm never, I'm not, ne- okay. Am I going to cross this line? I'm going to cross this line. Cross it. I've never understood fully why people pay more attention to the black versus white instead of the um, Indian versus white. Absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, well, and you know where I go with it. That's not to say that like neither they're both fucking horrible, but I just totally, I'm glad that more dialogue about native Americans are coming out now. Because, And you know, what kills me is that, the the you know the Holocaust gets way more attention than either one. 
but oh yeah that you want that was a tiny little blip in time erasing an entire like piece oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah and not only that but like on every level right like the smithsonian apparently has been harboring native american bones you know from that they've excavated from these temple mounds and you know, oh, it just man. goes on and on and on and on. The the burying of it, you know, no pun intended. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this story is from the Oregonian, um, July 9th, 2021. And feds may investigate Kemawa Kimo, Indian School in Salem after discovery of Canadian mass graves. Um and this story is written by Natalie Pate, or, or yeah, Natalie Pate, Pate. I love a good Pate. Mm-hmm. Definitely oh love a good Pate. Love a mushroom Pate. Mr. Mushroom. President, Mr. Mushrooms Paul are my Pate. favorite what vegetable. They look here? just oh like my God. penile member. Of course, of course, yes. Um, it's all about your but, dick. Yeah, yeah. Always is. Always is. Um, so the. Kim, here's the, the story. The Kemoy Indian School in Salem, the oldest continually operated residential boarding school for Native American students in the United States, may come under a federal review following U.S. Department of Interior Secretary Deb Holland's call for the government to investigate its past oversight of such schools. So key sentence okay. may come under federal review. Dave, yeah, I want to be super serious about this, okay? Yes. I want to be super serious about this and pay full attention, but I cannot mm-hmm. if you're going to fuck with me like this. So you've summoned me because you said God bless America, and there's no better way than hearing from me? Oh, my God. You're going to get so upset honest. about a little bit of indoctrination of Native Americans, and nobody seems to bat an eyelash. With what they're doing on Twitter, and how some things, some conversations, get to be well known because of the algorithm, as they call it, and then others are forced out. Is that not assimilation? I think it is. Well, I just, well, I just want to say, Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is your boy Bill Clinton. My throat's a little scratchy because you know I was up. Late doing a little bit of the cocaine with my friend Jeffrey Epstein. Whoops, he's dead. Never mind. Never mind. I didn't say that. But thank you so much for joining us this morning, Mr. President. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, we've been blessed by the the real Donald Trump. Oh my God, it's just Mr. Former President. Thank you, Mr. Former President. Thank you. Such an honor. Such an honor. Yeah, I'm I'm beclumped now. Um, Beside right? myself, okay. I'm the clown. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, I just I want to pay full attention to the article and the things that you were saying. I just couldn't once I saw that that was there because we literally just did that. So okay. oh, that, this that was brilliant. Thing. How did that happen, timing wise? Like, really, I just did Trump, and then boom, we get real Trump in here. Like, wow, that dead. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got goosebumps to come on the show. He <laughs> wants to come on the show. No, I can't let it happen. I can't let it. <laughs> I can't let okay, it. Okay, let me no. Let me give a, let me give a quick wrap on this story. 
So located yeah. just east of Kaiser Station, Kimwa had about 335 students enrolled as of October 2019. The off-reservation institution is more than 125 years old and one of only four Native American residential boarding schools still in existence in the United States and run still. by federal aid. What? Still what? Whoa! That said, so we're still they're... doing this. Check this out. That said, there are 183 federally funded elementary and secondary schools. Total of those, 53 are operated by the Bureau of Indian Education, including Kimwa, and 130 are tribally controlled under the BIE. Wow, it's still happening, dude. Oh my God. Mind blow. Right. Yeah, we got to so, Holland's new federal Indian boarding school initiative follows the recent discovery of 215 unmarked graves in Canada's First Nation at the Kamloop Indian Residential School. Sorry, I butchered the name of the school. Wow, dude, it's still happening. Oh, my God. I didn't know there were still boarding schools. I didn't know that we, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Um, I mean, like, cause listen, I watch shows like Longmire. You ever watch that show? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, what's another one? Like, uh, the one with Kevin Costner, Yellowstone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like they, they don't sugarcoat like relationships with native Americans and they don't sugarcoat native Americans way of life. And, and what their mentality is and stuff like that. Um, I don't take that, like, I don't think that's every Native American's life every day, just like it's not every white person's life is, like, fucking peachy keen, and it's not every black person's life is in the ghetto. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Yeah. You gotta take what you can and, and, and leave what doesn't resonate, right? It's the same thing as everything else. You take what For resonates sure leave what doesn't yeah but um, there's also truth in stories you know there's truth Absolutely. in lies that's what storytellers do they they tell the truth by telling lies and you know politicians manipulate the truth or <laughs> manipulate the lies to paint them as truth mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um the vendetta by the way yeah let me just uh, break this down a little bit. So beginning with the Indian Civilization Act of 1819 and running through the 1960s, I had no idea through the 1960s. It's amazing, right? We're like, just we're, I thought that this ended way, way, way long ago, right? Like in the 20s or 30s or something. I had no idea it went on to the 60s. Yeah. So just mind blow. Uh, the United States enacted laws and implemented policies establishing and supporting Indian boarding schools across the nation. During that time, the purpose of Indian boarding schools was to culturally assimilate indigenous children by forcefully relocating them from their families and communities to distant residential facilities where their American Indian, Alaskan Native, Native Hawaiian identities, languages, and beliefs were to be forcibly suppressed. In most instances, 
Indigenous parents could not visit their children at these schools. Many students endured routine injury and abuse. Some perished and were interred in unmarked graves. Survivors of the trauma uh, traumas of boarding school policies carried out their memories into adulthood as they became the aunts and uncles of parents and grandparents to subsequent generations. Um, the loss of those who did not return left an enduring need for their families for answers in many cases were never provided. Distance, time, and the scattering of school records have made it more difficult, if not impossible, for their families to locate the loved one's final resting place and bring closure through their appropriate seminar, uh, ceremonies. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like, guys, I, I literally just connected all these fucking dots real quick, so I'm going to paint this picture. Um, yeah. European white people are fucking terrible, all right? Round-eyed devil. They're just, they're fucking, te- they, we, look at what we do to our own people in Salem Witch Trials, just because some girls were tripping off of some, like, really good, you know, narcotics or whatever the or fuck. Or got wheat mold. Yeah. Wheat mold. Yeah, I mean, look what we did to our own people. Look what, like, and they, they were running away from fucking Europe. Right. Because of the shit that they were doing. They were running away from quote unquote oppression. Right. You know what I mean? Like, look because of, like how bad they were. Mm-hmm. Look at all the fucking torture shit that they, like, that they've been able to come up. We are terrible. Oh, yeah. Ourselves. To oh, unbelievable. People. All right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Stop. You know, it, and it's really funny. What I got to connect these stopped? dots, too. Um, so last night I was watching uh, a little brief documentary about on the Joe Rogan experience about wild boars nationwide, but specifically in Texas. So there's apparently six million wild boars in the country. Three million of them are in Texas. And and the guy went on to say, he's like, well, you know, it's basically the same problem. You know, Europeans brought them over here and released them. And they have no predators. They prey on everything. And they've run rampant. He's like, kind of like the other Europeans, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So European round-eyed devil is problem. Yes, for entire world. Thank you, Confucius a way of thinking right like that's the thing that i've declared uh, that i think a lot of people have found that the dialogue of 2020 and 2021 and and further is that the way that we've been doing things is wrong the way that we've been thinking is wrong uh the way that we've been reiterating that and be and reteaching that is is wrong and we need to rethink these things and we need to open up the dialogue for these things and uh I think that's why all these things are coming to light. All of this like wrongdoing and like all of this shit is coming to light just for us to realize like how fucking wrong we've been. You know, I, I just it is. Cause it's wrong. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I think I think we need to reconcile, we need to heal the wound. And I think people are tired of the myth that has been propagated about American exceptionalism. And I mean, you know, sure, there's a number of wonderful, great things about this country, but we're also a nation of humans. And there's a, you know, humans do messed up things. The, the, 
I was raised, right? This I'm I'm just gonna give my personal experience. I was raised to believe that America was the melting pot, that everyone was accepted, mm-hmm. that you could do whatever you wanted, and that 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 apple pie American white picket fence life was in in the cards for everybody. Absolutely. Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. That's what I was taught from a child. Absolutely. Not only taught, not only taught, but indoctrinated and brainwashed with, I pledge allegiance to the flag for which it stands. Bada, 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 bada. You know, like that's indoctrination. One nation from sea to shining sea, right? I don't pledge allegiance to anything, right? I have allegiance to things that have allegiance to me. How about that? I don't blindly believe in or follow anything. No. And I think I've said this before that I think um, politics greatest thing that they've done is convince the United States that they're boring. Right. Yeah. There you go. That's the greatest thing that the American government's done is convince the American public that it's boring. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't need to pay attention. Don't look over here as we, you know, completely don't do the shell game. The man behind the curtain. Just look at the wizard. That's right, Donald. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good so show true, today. Brother. Good show. What do we got up next? What's next on the docket? Well, I need a couple minutes. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got more on the same topic. Because this is a big one, so I don't want to just touch on it and run away. I think this is a topic kind of like police brutality that we're going to be coming back to um, as as we get developments on this. Sure. So, um, I just need to plug back in for a second here. No, that's fine. I get you. I get you. Um, I mean, our, I don't know what's on the docket, just to let everybody know a trade secret between... Uh, Dave and myself, but um, are we are we covering COVID at all this week? I mean, it, it is kind of becoming a big thing in America. We can totally do that. You know, Let's do that. Uh, what are people's thoughts about it? I want to know. Are you scared? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if I should get a vaccine. You know, I'm like, oh my god, should I get a vaccine? People, unvaccinated people, are getting the Delta variant. But people that are getting the vaccine are getting blood clots. And like, oh, my God, it's it's information well, overload. Who, who do exactly. I believe? Who do I listen to? Exactly. And the other thing, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. I've gotten the vaccine. I have Moderna. Um, my personal experience when I got the first shot, I was like, yeah, for a couple of days, you know, just kind of like didn't want to do much. Um, but then the second shot, I was it wasn't as bad. My wife was different. Her second shot, she got really sick. Uh, my son, Ben, uh, he, he just got the second Pfizer. Um, and he seems to be fine. So there's that, but there's also in the, you know, to counteract that, um, health, health experts are saying that the people that are carrying the Delta variant and getting everybody else sick are the vaccinated people. Because they're not being careful, and um, 
So there's that issue. And then there's an, another one that I just heard about today that I have no knowledge about other than word of mouth. So take that as you will. Um, that like is starting up and is like not none of the vaccinations work against it. So there's another variant right now that I just heard about that none of the vaccinations work. So what is it? You know, does it even matter? <laughs> right. Well, then there's that, because if there's a new variant already that they don't work on, then what's the point in me getting vaccinated for the old virus? Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think that this this is definitely a topic that's been in the background that we haven't addressed. And, and I just kind of want to talk to the public about it and get public opinion, too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, let's wrap up the uh, Native American school story, and then we can yeah. jump on to uh, jump onto that a little bit. Yes, I dyed the grass. I apologize. No worries. I, I just kind of wanted. I just wanted to provide. A, so I found another article on this one from the New York Times, and it just kind of provides a little more depth um, into the issue. I, mean, I just really don't think many people know about that. I mean, I, I was blown away reading that last article. I learned yeah. things literally yeah. while I was reading it live. So mind blow. Um, so yeah. let's see, this is from the New York times by Christine Hausa and Isabella Gruon. Pause. This is June 23rd of 2021. Um, and they've got a photo here. That's just, ugh, it just, ugh. it's a black and white photo of a bunch of native Americans Photo of the Carson Indian Training School in Nevada. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's he's in and out. All right. Well, while he's uh, while he's I'm waiting for. While we take my what I'm curious about, guys, is um, I would like to know your opinion on the White House strike force that's going to go door to door and explain why you need the vaccine. Um, <laughs> heard some people on the radio talking about it, and they said, there's only two real reasons I can, I can get behind that you have no idea what's going on. One of which is you were in a coma for 18 months, and the other is you just got dropped back off from the UFOs that abducted you 18 months ago. Oh, I love it. Right? Uh, that would be what? it. What? I'm sorry. I thought I heard something about uh, Fingerman. <laughs> alien abduction and uh probing or fingerman well i mean like uh, fingerman from uh v for vendetta all right first off you guys should go if you haven't watched that movie watch that Best movie. movie ever all right it opens up your mind to a little bit and a lot of it about what's been going on and i'm seeing parallels constantly are you kidding me a freaking white house task force fingerman yeah well, and it's pretty mind blowing that V for Vendetta was set in the year 2020, right? Yes. Whoa. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And the whole point to that movie, sorry for any spoilers, but if you haven't watched it, I mean, come on, uh, was that the old world didn't work anymore and that we needed a new one. Always remember the 5th of November. I just gave myself chills. Nice. Um, yeah, so circling back, we'll come back to that. But the United States will search federal boarding schools for possible burial sites of Native American children. 
hundreds of thousands of whom were forcibly taken from their communities to be culturally assimilated into the schools for more than a century, the Interior Secretary announced on Tuesday. The initiative is likely to resemble a recent effort in Canada where the discovery of the remains of 250 children at the site of a defunct boarding school rekindled discussion on the traumatic history and treatment of Native populations. Addressing a virtual conference of the National Congress of American Indians, Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland said the program would shed light on the unspoken traumas of the past, no matter how hard it will be. And then in quotes, I know that this process will be long and difficult, she said. I know that this process will be painful. It won't undo the heartbreak and loss that so many of us feel, but only by acknowledging the past can we work toward a future that we are all proud to embrace. Whew, amen there. And that goes for, uh, you know, African-Americans, American descendants of slaves. Um, for, yeah. It goes for everything. Yeah. The forced removals were a result of the Civilization Fund Act of 1819, which sought to introduce the quote unquote habits and arts of civilization to Indian tribes adjoining frontier settlements through instruction and the giving of, you know, diseased blankets. In the years yeah. after the law was enacted, residential boarding schools were established across the nation and used to house relocated indigenous children, suppressing American Indian, Alaskan Native, and Native Hawaiian cultures. The new program called the Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative will identify the facilities and sites where there may have been student burials, as well as the tribal affiliations of the children the department of the interior said it will also mine for records from 1819 to 1969 that were kept by the department which had oversight of the facilities working with tribal nations alaska native corporations and native hawaiian organizations a final report will be sent to miss holland by april 1st um i guess of next year christine blah, 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 chief executive of the national native of American Board School Healing Coalition said the, that finding the graves of the missing children would be very healing for a lot of our people. You think? The thing that is wide open, uh, the thing that is the wide open wound for our communities right now, she said, is the fact that our children were taken and they're lost. We don't know where they went and we don't know what happened to them. We don't know their final resting place. Chuck Hoskin Jr., principal chief of the Cherokee Nation, described the boarding schools as part of an effort by the federal government to civilize Native Americans. The Cherokee Nation identifies the boarding schools as the biggest factor in the loss of the Cherokee language. We saw an erosion of our culture and language, and in some cases, it was literally beaten out of the children who were forced to attend. Chief Hoskin said in a statement, it is a history that needs to be known and remembered. Yeah. I mean, I think my wife, um, the Cherokees were the like one of the first nations that were actually creating their own language, but also written language, like their own alphabet. And they were documenting things. Uh, they were a nation of fishing people. 
Um, I mean, but like, I that's I don't know my own heritage that much, you know. I'm only a right. percent, a very small percentage, but goddamn, that's still a part of me. Absolutely, absolutely. And like, like I said, the Trail of Tears, like they made an entire nation of people just do a death walk, <laughs> literally do a yeah. death. Mm-hmm. Marched them to death. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... It's terrible. But, hey, you know what? I want to take a... Uh, let's take a moment of silence real quick uh, for all of the the terrible children <laughs> that, that, like... Not... They weren't ter- terrible, but just, like, the shit that they went through. Um, yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. Also, the hydration time. We got a drink. So, you need yep. some water. Go grab some water and we'll... We'll take a quick silence real quick and then uh... moment of silence. Thanks. That was nice of you. If you did that with God us. bless all those people, all those families. Everybody that's hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And drink. Remember to hydrate. You need your body is made up of like eighty percent water or something like that. So uh, put it into your body. It needs it. Put it in your belly. Yeah. This this message brought to you by H two O. Hey, that's right. You so, can never have too much water. So yeah, I mean it's it's terrible to the <laughs> like again. We know that. Europeans can be terrible to each other. Like, even look at Catholics, you know? Like, forcing... You You want to talk about forcing something... Like, they used to beat children that were left-handed and force them to be right-handed because they felt that the left-handed ones were the devil. They oh, my beat God. The of kids. Right. Well, and yeah, that reminds me... I wanted to repeat a quote that I'd heard about these... Um, about the Native American history. So after the boarding schools, these parents, you know, these kids were forced into foster homes, right? So it, it alluded to the fact that they never, you know, the family never knew where these kids went in a lot of cases. Sometimes they were given to foster homes and the foster parents were told to beat the savage out of the child. Yep. Yeah. So this is a history that we need to reckon with. And I don't think our country has any hope of survival unless we reckon with the real history of slavery, of the genocide of the Native Americans, of the treatment of immigrants that's been going on since, you know, since uh, the landing in the Mayflower, you know? I mean, Um, yeah, even down to uh, Irish Americans and and Chinese Americans, right? Absolutely. Uh, an often unreported story. Yeah, you know, I'm half Irish. My mom is the first person in my family born here. Her three brothers were born in Ireland, in Kilkenny, Ireland. So I'm first generation, second generation immigrant. But a lot of people don't know the story of Irish immigration and how horrible it was. So the Chinese finished the railroad on the west, but on the east, the Irish started it. And the reason yeah. they used Irishmen for the to build the railroad is because they were disposable. They would lose one Irishman for every mile of track laid. 
And the reason they chose Irishmen is because slaves were too valuable and ox were way more valuable than slaves. Yeah. But yeah. an Irishman, you, you could get an Irishman cheap, so they were disposable. Oh, yeah. Because they off the boat. All they want to do is work because they want that American. Yep. yep. And then the Chinese finished the railroad, and there's a horrible story that I learned when I lived up in Tahoe. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's, you know, Tahoe mythology that uh, when the railroad was finished, the, you know, the guy loaded a bunch of Chinese workers on this barge, said, okay, we're going to take you down to South Lake Tahoe and pay y'all. Got to the middle of the lake, forced them all off at gunpoint, and let them drown. That's terrible, but unbelievable. <laughs> so there's, uh, you know, apparently Jacques Cousteau's son was going to do an expose on Lake Tahoe, but he was convinced not to by certain forces. Who knows? But, you know, we've all seen the Godfather trilogy, so there might be a lot of cement cement boots at the bottom of Lake Tahoe. Just saying. And there yeah. could be a bunch of uh, Chinese railroad or uh, railroad workers. Well, even even uh, here in Chicago, you know, our own uh, Myrtle Murder Castle, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes or Henry Mudson, I think is what his name was. Um, but yeah, Doctor Hen- Doctor Mudson, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes, first American serial killer. Um, mm. You know, they they suspect there's so much about like whether uh, he like finding out that he owned like all these cement factories. Oh my god! Uh, off and, oh yeah, <laughs> like right off the Chicago River. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they're finding out a lot. Like. Oh my God! You look into H. H. Holmes. It's crazy. It's crazy the amount of stuff that you find, and, and um, whether there was a whole series, and there's a whole theory as to whether or not H. H. Holmes is, um, oh, the the murderer in uh, Jack the Ripper from England. Oh wow! Because there's a whole period where he disappears in America. And that's the same time period that Jack the Ripper is rampant. And then when Jack the Ripper disappears, H. H. like Herman Munson comes is like found again in America. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, I just found an article on it. 1896, May 7th. Um, and this is from the History Channel. Serial killer H. H. Holmes is hanged in Philadelphia. Dr. H. H. Holmes, one of America's first well-known serial killers, is hanged to death in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Born Herman Mudgett in New Hampshire, Holmes began torturing animals as a child. Still, he was a smart boy who later graduated from the University of Michigan with a medical degree. Uh Uh-oh, not a good combination. Now he knows how to dismember bodies. Yeah. Holmes financed his education with a series of insurance scams, (laughs) whereby he... Oh, my God. Whereby he requested coverage for non-existent people and then presented corpses as the insured. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he he would insure people for life insurance and then kill them (laughs) or or insure a dead body. And then he would take their uh, bones and he would sell the skeletons to uh, local like universities. Wow. Oh, Oh, my God. Yep, and he raised enough money to build a giant, elaborate home. 
Wow. The castle was reported to have had secret passageways, fake walls, trap doors. Holmes' basement also allegedly contained a lab with equipment used for his dissections. Oh, God. Uh, That is crazy. Oh, my God. He was. Yeah, he was a monster. And it was all. There's a whole book called Devil in the White City um, that's like a, a fiction of it, but also possible to happen. Um, because it all happened at the same time that the Chicago's World's Fair happened. So those were his victims, you know, were people that would travel to the World's Fair and, you know, didn't have contact with anybody, stay in his hotel, and he would murder them. Wow. Yeah. Holmes was, Holmes was finally caught after attempting to use another corpse in an insurance scam. He confessed, saying, quote, unquote, I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than a poet can help can help the inspiration to sing. He was executed on this day in 1896. Wow. <laughs> and that was brought to us by History.com editors. Thank you, History.com. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, we've got a message from one of our listeners. H.H. Holmes is also expected to be Jack the Ripper um, because he was also in London at the same time. So, yeah. And he used the same, like, medical devices that, like, Jack the Ripper did. Weird coincidences. Coinkadink. Might be more than a coinkadink, you think? Right. Pretty wild, huh? Pretty nuts. So, yeah, man, pretty, 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 pretty wild. Some crazy things going on. Some A lot of things we need to reconcile with. But I just, you know, I don't see any hope for us as a nation That's, of okay, states. Let's, let's take that for a second, right? Let's take that for a second. We just yeah. explored this murderer, this serial killer, and how genius he was. And, like, how ridiculous, like, all of his accomplishments, if you do air quotes, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, but yet, and then we talk about these genocides of all of these Native Americans and how horrible the country was for it. I just want to point that out and laugh about it for a second and say, fuck us. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. 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 We're the, we're the nation that birthed Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, and uh, what's that uh, other garbage... The guy, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. I wish Dick Cheney would join those other ones in the grave, but, you know, he's like Darth Vader. I will have another heart bypass. (laughs) Can't kill the guy. Jesus. Oh, man. Well, I just watched the big short uh, with my wife. It was on on TV the other day. And, you know, it's, yeah, and it's made by, like, Dick is made by the same guys uh, and it's in um, fucking Christian Bale is also Chaney. He's the guy that he does a wonderful job as Chaney. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen he that movie, it. really good. It, it opens some eyes too to some stuff. But mm-hmm. they admit when they don't know stuff, that they, they admit that they're, a lot of this is just fabricated because they couldn't back anything up. So, right? Like, tell me that, right? Like, just, just be forward. Right? Just tell oh, me. Oh, yeah. That. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. 
Straight up, now tell me. Is it going to be you and me forever? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so let's or talk am about, I caught uh, in indoctrination? Let's talk about COVID. You know, let's, 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 it's creeping back up in this country. It is. Uh, it is. It's Delta Mary um, that, uh, you know, some, some people have reported. I've seen reports of suspects that COVID, like, vaccinated people are helping to spread it because they are, like, not as cautious about it. Um, and then we have this new one. I, do you know what it's called, Dave? We've talked about it. The before. Delta variant? Well, there's the Delta variant, but now there's a new variant that they're saying is, is not even, like, the vaccinations aren't even good against. Like, it, it it's blown everything away. So um, I heard about it just today from a friend. So this is from word of mouth. I, you know, I'll look up, I'll look it up soon to, you know, check it out. But, um, what are your thoughts? You know, what, what, what do people think? Um, are you willing to go back inside? Do you think that the country would do that? Um, do you think that the government would make you? And I'm starting to see some patterns of, if we're talking, if we're talking about vaccination, like White House task force, that, that, that to me, that's going to go door to door. That to me signifies a, com- uh, a government that's willing to be door to door and make sure that curfews and lockdowns have it, you know, stay in place. But that's speculation on my part. Well, I mean, it's it's a very slippery slope, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, once you come knocking on my door for one thing, then you, well, yeah, right, right. There's a reason it's a story, but it, it has meaning. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk to go with it. Or a Musa muffin. Have you ever met, uh, read a Musa muffin? I always like saying Musa muffin a better. No, I don't know that. Well, if you give a Musa muffin, he's going to want uh, some jam to go with it. And then it, it's the same thing. It's 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 chaotic. Okay. <laughs> it's just one thing after another after another. And it, it that creates creates a problem that then we have to solve, but then creates a need that then creates another problem that then we have to solve. Like, come on guys, we've been learning this shit since you were kids. So there was an old lady that swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I hope she'll die. Yeah, perhaps. There was an old lady who swallowed a spider. I don't know why she swallowed. Right. I got inside her to eat the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Yeah, it's yeah, all about consumption. Yeah, so here it is, uh, the Lambda COVID-19 variant. Lambda, that's what it is, yes. Lambda, 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 Lamb. Hmm, what does that remind me of? Uh, Lambda, Revenge Lambda, 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 isn't that Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So, hmm. I'm Wait, and what, isn't Delta? Isn't Delta from um, Animal House? Yep. So they Delta. Yeah, there you go. So oh the my Lambda, God, guys, fuck. They're, they're, the Lambda Delta they're white variant. fucking frat guys, guys. Oh. So they're fine. that would make me 
that leads my uh, my inner conspiracy theorist to believe that maybe some nerd developed the Lambda variant. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I crack, I crack me up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we got a message. A I'd be interested to hear what show. people. Exactly. Yeah, I want to hear what people think about, you know, are you vaccinated? What do you think of the vaccines? I'm nervous. I want to get vaccinated, but I don't know which one to get. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, my position is I, I am vaccinated, but like, I just want to hear what the public has to say about COVID, uh, you know, and the variants. How, what's your feelings on it? But uh, let's go to our friend across the pond, Miss Money Penny. Hi, guys. So I think you were talking about the Epsilon variant. Um, you go Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon. So this was detected, actually, in late um, 2020. But it's mainly um, just in California for some reason. And it's a variant of concern. And there's been a spike in California. But the preliminary research on it basically suggests it's about 20% more transmissible than Delta, which was already 60% more than Alpha, and Alpha was 40% more transmissible than the Wuhan original. This is getting complicated, guys. Um, so basically, yeah, Epsilon is not responding to the vaccines as much as it should, so that's about 30 40% response. Do we need to be worried about it? Well, according to the UK... Blood tests taken by Oxford University have shown that 90% of the people are already immune and have antibodies. So maybe not. All right. Wow. Thank you, Ms. Money Penny. Oh, she's a wonderful correspondent who is very knowledgeable and very well respected by this show. Thank you very, very much. Very much so. Yeah, and I, I would uh, love another comment. Please do share more information with us. Um, very, very interested in what you got to say. Always. Always. Um, Always. I mean, I've always said, okay, so personally, I've always said that I felt like we needed to do, um, let's go with the groundhog play, right? Six more weeks of winter. Yeah, just, right. Just let's call it Operation Groundhog. We'll call it Operation Punxsutawney Phil since uh, these people seem to like movie references and i i do too they're fun <laughs> they're cheeky yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah let's go with that six more weeks to winter um you know if if it's becoming a problem and which there's a possibility that it will especially with the fourth of july weekend uh being a huge weekend and travel time in america it being summer and everybody traveling irresponsibly uh <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in America here. So I could definitely see the connections and the patterns that would lead to another groundhog play. Operation Punxsutawney Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always said that we needed. Like an act, but an actual one. You know, not none of this like, well, there's these people and those people. And, you know, oh, well, let's. The rich people obviously get to travel, right? No, fuck off. No, not even not even Tom Hanks traveled, guys. He just was like, you know what? We're going to be here. And then he ended up getting it. And it's like, that was terrible. Don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more, Barry. Like, why, 
we go on full lockdown, no air travel, no travel at all. Our, our, our international borders should have been sealed. Air traffic should have been stopped. Sorry, you can make a telephone call. You don't need to meet with your client in, in, in another country. Sorry, make a phone call. Video conference, fuck off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, well, and then so air, I'm seeing, air travel I'm, never stopped. I'm, and I'm seeing articles uh, for Chicago. Um, it was something like six out of 10 employers say that they're willing to fire people that refuse to come back to work. Wow. Six out of 10 employers will fire people that refuse to come back to work. That's amazing. They refuse progress. And we're already in the largest uh, unemployment in U.S. history currently, right now. And now you're saying six out of 10 people who have a job might get let go? Okay. And let's add this. Um, Let's people are walking out. I'm seeing TikToks of people just walking out of their employment because their employers are not being reasonable. Mm -hmm. They're tired of being misrepresented. Amazon employees are just leaving. Good. Because they're not being treated fairly because they're not being treated like human beings. Right. Like, like 2020 woke a lot of people up to the fact that we know this system does not work. It's broken. It feeds the rich and, and it feeds the rich while it buries the poor. No, I don't right. need no civil war. And what war. were we raised to believe? What were we raised to believe? I was raised on Robin Hood. Yep. Damn straight. The person much who steals more a... from the rich and gives to the poor. Yeah. I worship Robin Hood over Bezos any day. Right? Somebody take him right. out and distribute his wealth. We have some uh, comments stacking up. I love it. Let's get to these comments. Uh, again, our correspondent across the pond, Miss Moneypenny. So, the, there are some fascinating stuff. I could fill your whole program full with fascinating, nerdy stuff about variants and vaccines. Um, the it. big picture is Delta and Delta Plus, that are very slightly different, are taking over many countries that have not got much defense to it. So, that is a very worrying thing indeed. Um, the problem is that the vaccines seem to be the places where the variants are being created. So there is a good lot of science now showing that variants come out where vaccinations are high, i.e. England and the UK, South Africa and Brazil, where all the vaccines were currently or originally tested. Sorry. So now we're looking at boosters. Um, there's an argument that the booster vaccines should be tweaked for the new variants, but the more that you tweak it and inject it in people, the more likely that the hosts the people are going to grow even more variants, which might be even more dangerous. Get the point? Yep. Yeah, I mean, what um, this reminds me of, what this reminds me of, it, yeah, yeah, I just wanted a quick interjection before she continues. What, the, what her last statement reminds me of is the use of herbicides, namely Roundup, and it, how it creates super weeds, right? So you spray Roundup on a plant, eventually that plant becomes immune to it and becomes a super weed. Now you have to treat it with something else then it's going to become immune to that, right? And so on and so forth. So as is above, so is below. We are not different than our plant friends. Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. 
right, let's get into it. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.